Hello, and welcome to the Mindset Manifestation Podcast with me, Christina Medina. I'm a positive action coach and manifestation blogger living in New York City. Join me for your massive dose of encouragement, mind shifts, and totally possible manifestation. Every episode is packed with tools to empower you to dream big and make it happen. We're all unique human beings here with amazing gifts just waiting to be realized. If no one has ever told you that, then you're so in the right place. Today is the day you start appreciating you. So thank you for joining. Um, Let me know if you have any questions. Anne and I, just to tell you a little bit, I have Anne. Hi. Hi. Anne is joining me today. Uh, Amber Sluice is one of my oldest friends Mm -hmm. in New York City. Um, We're like sisters. We've been roommates a couple times. We had a couple arguments, (laughs) but we always came back to to being friends. And we, we... I don't know. We just really get each other. Mm-hmm. So totally. I'm happy to have Anne here. I'm happy to be here. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so I hope, you know, I'm just worried because I had a little technical difficulty launching this, but looks like we at least have Claudia here. So that's great. Claudia, if you have any questions, just um, type them in and I'm happy to help you. I want to tell you a little bit about Anne. Anna is um, amazing dancer, certified <laughs> yoga instructor teacher she teaches children yoga mm-hmm. um real estate success story she's done really <laughs> well too um so oh well and can talk about the time yeah so i teach yoga to kids which is super fun and i practice yoga and that's always been a huge part of my manifestation life um meditation and yoga and i also I work in real estate yeah. too at christina um, yeah, I've been doing that for, it's going on three years now, which is so crazy. Yeah, but you've done well. Yeah, I've yeah. done well. I've done well. It's, it's taken some time to get into, but, um, I feel really excited about the future and super excited about 2019. Me so, too. yeah. I have some big goals for 2019. Yay! So welcome. Please, uh, be sure to type in, this is also a Q&A. So one of the first things I want to talk about is manifestation and, I originally got into this stuff at a pretty young age. I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't realize that's what it was. And this was in the 90s. So I don't think they really had that kind of name for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But more so since I I think when I saw The Secret, like in 2007, did you ever see that movie? Totally. And then read the book. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I never read the book, but I saw the movie. And I was like, I saw the movie like 60 times probably just because (laughs) I was like, I want to get this in my head. Exactly. But one thing that I did do is I was able to manifest getting to New York from that, which I really credit to that movie. I didn't know what the hell I was doing because the secret really didn't uh, give a lot of insight to the scientific part of that, oh, yeah. which I'm going to tell you about today. Um, but the secret really didn't do that. The secret was kept it very elusive. And for me, I don't, I, it's hard for me to have faith in the elusive things. I need to know the science behind behind Mm -hmm. something like Mm -hmm. why does this actually work and Mm so I'm going to cover that with you today and that's the conscious blueprinting that I call um, I call it conscious blueprinting that's my own word because to me that creates a perfect picture of what's happening because you are born into this world um, with uh, a clean slate you know you you have a blueprint that is created from your first few years of your life. So I have a little drawing right here. Hi, Brooke. Brooke Ann. Hi, Brooke. Brooke, I've known Brooke forever. You see this little drawing? Okay, let me get closer. I want to point out, this is, this is, how does your, what does your mind look like? This is what your mind looks like, guys. You've got the conscious mind right here. This is your head. (laughs) This is a really bad human drawing. Uh, I hope you find this amusing. But this is your head and this is your body. And those are your arms and legs, okay? Um, This is the the mind. So you've got a line across. You've got the conscious mind here and the subconscious mind here, okay? So when you are born, you're born into this world with just the subconscious mind. You haven't formed a conscious mind yet. So do you see this? Yeah. Okay. So you have no conscious mind. So you are an open, you're, instead of being a closed full circle like this, 
you are, your mind is like this. It's like a little cup or a bowl. Yeah. Just (laughs) absorbing. Yeah. This looks, this looks like a mantra or like I should be meditating. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so your mind is like this, like it's just absorbing everything. So what you see your parents doing, Mm -hmm. your parents like hugging and kissing each other, Mm -hmm. arguing, do they argue about money? Maybe you don't even know what money is at the time, but you're still, your subconscious mind is like uh, a library of every single experience you've sponge, had. total sponge. Everything. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, through mind work, you can access different volumes of your life mm-hmm. and different knowledge, yep. but it's all put into the subconscious mind. Everything you've ever experienced, it's like a recording of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're this, you know, sorry, like this, your mind, all this stuff is coming in. You want to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you want to do the stuff coming in. Stuff coming so in. all this stuff is coming in. And this is like what you see others doing around you. Um, if you fall, do your parents or, oh, come on, you're okay. You're okay. Do right. they cheer you? Do they make you feel good about who you are? Do you feel loved? Do you feel safe? Mm-hmm. You know? When I was growing up, I did not have the feeling of being safe. I did not have um, a lot of good early on programming because my mother was a teenage mother. There were a lot of things that she was going through. Mm -hmm. And so I saw a lot, a lot of stuff came inside of me that made me hypersensitive, uh, that made me full of anxiety, that, that made me feel unsafe for the majority of my life. Only more recently have I started learning what it is to feel safe in a home and like I truly have a home because my like this time was being filled with a lot of this mindset. And so this happens for a lot of people. And one of the things that I really want to do in my life is I want to work with teens who have been kicked out of their home because that's what happened to me. I want to work with them and help them change their mindset or change their blueprint. That's your, that's the blueprint that you're just absorbing that that's laying a blueprint that's Mm -hmm. laying a foundation for Mm -hmm. you. Definitely. Then, <clears throat> sorry, then around five, seven years old, um, there is a lid put on it. Okay. And that's this right here. The, whoops, sorry. That is this right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for my drawing. Maybe someday I'll have like a little video where you'll be able to see like stuff pop on the screen. But that's when the conscious mind then starts to develop. And this is like maybe. For example, Anne and I were talking about Christmas shopping. Yeah. So you want to tell your story? Yeah. So I was Christmas shopping today, and I tend to, just because early on living in New York, I had a lot of struggles with money, and it was really difficult to kind of establish myself, Mm -hmm. and I was an artist like Christina, and bartending, and hustling, Mm -hmm. and working like a million jobs. I only work two now, which is great, but uh, I was Christmas shopping for my boyfriend and my family, my parents. And even spending money in any place, I still sometimes have this feeling of just like, I can't spend money. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where it's going to come from and all this. And, and now I'm comfortable and I don't need to feel like that. So it's, it's But just, you're, you got to change that blueprint. Right. Exactly. You've got to change that blueprint because see what Anna's talking about. And this is what happens when we're kids too, mm-hmm. is we sometimes feel like, or we hear our parents saying, oh, we don't have enough money for that. Like you're like, mommy, mommy, I want this toy or whatever. No, we don't have money for that. Or can we go to Disneyland? No, we can't go. That's too expensive. Mm -hmm. So you could hear things like that. Or you could hear things like, Oh, you're, you know, you're such a bad little girl. You're such a bad little boy. You know, why can't you be like this? Or da, 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 da. Like those are things that are negative program. Like that's going in, right. That you're Mm -hmm. not good enough, uh, that you don't have enough money, Mm -hmm. you know, that things are too expensive. What does that tell you that tells you that you don't deserve those expenses? Right. Things, the opposite right? of abundance. Which completely. maybe the parents didn't really want you to feel that way, but it was kind of, it was their own things that they were working through. Totally. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, that's mm-hmm. like something that a lot of parents go through and it's very expensive, you know, having a family. So anyway, you were hearing like money grows on trees. Like, I love yeah, that, you know, yeah. Oh, money doesn't grow on trees. Like I actually think people still say that. Yeah. My mom said that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's very frugal. Or, or it's too expensive or, you know, there were all these excuses why it couldn't happen for mm-hmm. you. So I grew up with a very like overly concerned about 
you know, I'm a very generous person and I, I'm the kind of person that would treat my friends or buy gifts for people or whatever, but it's like for myself, it's very Very hard. Yeah. So this is a blueprint and another type of blueprint is one that I've been dealing with myself is like, I deserve to spend time taking care of myself. Absolutely. Like I deserve to get up in the morning and go to the gym. I just, even if it's not that, I mean that like not everybody wants to work out, but even go get a massage, go get a massage or just take, take a my, walk, take a walk or take my time. Like when I get out of the shower, I want to be gentle with myself and put like nice moisturizing <laughs> oil on and just feel really good. You know, those are the kinds of things like this is what's happening there is that is me rewriting mm-hmm. that's conscious blueprinting. So what that consists of okay so wait let me let me step back a little bit so this around five or five seven seven years old this thing closes up and it turns into like this and then it's split in half and you've got the subconscious mind underneath and the conscious mind puts a cap on it and the conscious mind is when you start thinking so you're creating you've created opinions about things at this time like that's bad you know Like when you're a little kid, no, I don't want that. That's bad. Or that's ugly. Or that's, you know, like you now have opinions and you, these opinions have formed when you're a child and they set the precedent for, or the blueprint for who you are as an adult. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? Five to seven and you're already. Yeah. Yeah. We're all walk. We're all adult children walking (laughs) around. And I know some people you see, I'm sure it's very obvious, very clear that they're adult children. (laughs) But we are, we really are. It's like we form these ideas and opinions about what the world is like. And we're, we're actually, it's very, it's based on a very skewed perception. Mm-hmm. It's not really based on necessarily reality. It's mm-hmm. based on the perception of a child and maybe what their parents and their teachers, teachers are, are really big. I had a teacher in seventh grade that told me that I did not know how to write. Like I was a horrible writer and a horrible storyteller. I will never forget her, Miss Clark. She's probably not even alive anymore, but she was a scary woman. (laughs) She's really mean. She really didn't like me. Um, Okay. So going back to this. So just a couple things. So the conscious mind, this is the conscious mind chooses to accept or believe things. Mm -hmm. The conscious mind is like the driver. They're in the driver's seat. They form the opinions of, you know, what, how to read things in life. They're basically like the glasses that you put on and your conscious mind has all these little helpers and that, that those helpers are your, your feelings for one feelings and then all your senses. So sight, smell, touch, taste, how you feel, sound. Those are, those are the little workers there. Those senses are out there gathering information to form your opinion about every single thing every single thought, every single whatever that crosses your path. So the conscious mind is controlling that. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it possible for me? Am I in danger? Is this a good idea? So the conscious mind is doing that, but it's doing that based on what you, the foundation that was set, your subconscious mind that was formed when you were younger. That is the blueprint, okay? Now, your subconscious mind, it does not know if something is good or bad. It's just an information collector, okay? And it sets a blueprint and it works with the conscious mind and all those feelings and everything to make sure you stay on target, okay? So it's like like a plane, you know, when it's on um, target to go somewhere or um, a phone call that you make or your Wi-Fi service. It's like that is connecting wherever it needs to connect mm-hmm. or a text that needs to go through and reach you. So that's on a path that's an energetic path going exactly where it needs to go based on whatever it was programmed initially, wherever it was programmed initially to go. Okay. But, and it will, it's like a navigation system. And sometimes you can hit kinks in that, that will then throw you off course, but it always goes back. So maybe you run into like a Wi-Fi service interruption or the plane gets slightly thrown off track, uh, off course or a ship or something like that Mm -hmm. gets off course because of the wind. But then you're able to steer yourself back and make that direction. So the subconscious mind doesn't know if it's good or bad. It just knows that this is what it's supposed to do based on what you fed it before or what it was fed before. Mm -hmm. 
okay? Doesn't know good or bad, it just knows that this is what we're doing and we're gonna send this signal out to the conscious mind. So it will send that signal out to the conscious mind, but the, the conscious mind is like right here. It's like the controller, it's mm -hmm. controlling everything. So maybe you'll get a, an insight like, oh, I should go buy Christmas gifts for everybody because yeah. I'm feeling abundant, it's the holiday season, I wanna go and do that. But then what happens? You go and do it, or maybe you don't even do it because your con conscious mind has already shut it down. And it's like, not happening. We're not doing that because we don't need to spend money because we need to save our money. You know, nothing wrong with saving money, but you need to let yourself feel that abundance and feel that prosperity so then you can have more of that in your life because Definitely. that's where this like law of attraction thing comes in. Oh, yeah. Law of attraction is like a secondary law of the universe. So there's laws over the universe like uh, the sun comes up, the sun goes down, you know, the planets are in rotation, you know, we're energetic beings, we give off an energy, like attracts like, like law of attraction. This is a secondary law of our vibration. Are you guys following me? I just want to make sure you're understanding. I haven't seen any questions. So again, please. <laughs> and she's such a dancer. She's got to always have like a little movement going on. <laughs> so I just want to make sure you guys are following me. If you have any questions, please be sure to type in your questions because I want you to have a chance to ask those questions of me. I know some of you may not have a direct way to reach me. So this is now is your time. Okay. So please be sure. So when talking about conscious blueprinting, this is a conscious effort to be, do, say, to live and breathe your conscious choice. Believe, right? Yeah. Talking about that. You have to believe it. Yeah. You know? But how do you do that? Mm -hmm. Because you can actually work to your disadvantage. Like this can work against you. Mm -hmm. If you, if you're, if you're putting in, like, say you're using, um, here's an example. Say you're telling yourself that I am wealthy and I'm abundant. Right. Right. But you cannot pay your bills. Okay. And you're starving. So you're going to feel a natural resistance mm -hmm. and you're going to feel actually even more um, destitute or even more, even in probably in a worse situation more lacking, because yeah. yeah, more lacking because you're getting this resistance, like, no, it's not, you know, and the subconscious mind is going to push back in that respect and the conscious mind, you can consciously try to put this in your head, but there's going to be some resistance. Now, a lot of people give up. Yeah. A lot of people give up when they get that resistance. They get that little talk back voice. And that's your conscious mind and your subconscious mind trying to protect you because your subconscious mind wants to just keep everything on course, right? If it veers off course, well, we got to put it right back on course again. So it's going to make sure that you are not deviating from that course. Now you can change that course, mm -hmm. but that's where the mantras that I told you guys about the repetition that I told you guys about and where you have to constantly feed your mind things that support you. Yeah. So important. Okay. So if you're getting up every day and you're turning on the news and you're hearing about all the horrible things that are happening in the world or in your city, we live in New York city. Things happen all the time here. And I have to admit, I was listening to the news a few days and I was hearing about all these horrible things happening to people. And I thought to myself, I could easily be one of those people. Like I could be walking home from work. It's dark here at almost 4.30. I could be one of those people. Someone can jump out of nowhere and attack me. And so I, for one second, I let myself Paranoia. get into that fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And trust me, if you're thinking like that, it's only a matter of time before you're going to attract a situation like that. Right. You know, that you're going to be in a situation that you don't want to be in. So you're, again, I've got here on this picture right here, oops, sorry, right up here. What this says is radio, other people, TV, newspapers, movies, guys, violent films. I used to be about all about horror films when I was younger. I loved them because it was always like the woman battling, you know, it's, it's always a female always. character and yeah. she's always the survivor. So I really related to that, but it was really violent. Like, I don't know, a horror movie I actually liked better because the female, there would always, she would survive. But like war movies and things like that are always the hardest thing for me to watch. Oh yeah, totally. Because it's it's so depressing 
And it's like you see this person going through this horrible thing. You see people killing each other. And this is what we see on the news every day. So you're seeing a bunch of stuff. Your mind is constantly collecting information. And it's going and it's feeding into the subconscious. And if you already have a a negative mindset or a fear-based mindset or um, a lack mindset or um, a mindset that isn't moving you in the direction where you, where you really want to be. Mm-hmm. So you can like create this idea in your mind of the kind of life you want to have. Absolutely. Like you get a picture in your head. I want to be a millionaire or a billionaire. I want to have a beautiful home. I want to be like finally healthy and have, you know, the body that I'm proud of. But if the stuff you're putting in your head is not uh, constantly reinforcing that goal mm-hmm. or that vision of yourself, that's where you're going to get the resistance. So for an example, I just had this awesome coaching session and he talked about um, when you try to lose weight. So you go on this diet and you start working out totally, and you start losing weight, but then something happens and then you fall off your diet and you go right back <laughs> and you lo- gain your weight again. And this is something I struggled with totally. over and over Me again. Too. Me like too, for, sure. for the last 10, 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. maybe even struggling with this. And it's because when I go on a diet, mm-hmm. I don't like myself. I don't like the myself that I see in the mirror then. It's like a diet for me is, is restriction. It was punishment. It was like I had to kick my butt so hard in my workout. I would put myself through Barry's boot oh, camp yeah. like four times a week, you know, and I would get results, but I would be like really in a competitive mindset. Yeah. I noticed that I started judging other people like, oh, she's kind of fat or whatever, mm-hmm. because that was something I didn't like in myself. Right. You know, so it was like totally I was seeing in other people. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and it took me, and I was a dancer too, so my mindset is yeah, kind of weird really, with this stuff. Yeah. But I would say it took me until maybe about like, I would say three years ago to really feel like, you know what, if I'm 10 pounds heavier than I was when I was dancing professionally or competitively, that's fine because I'm super happy with myself. And it took a lot of reprogramming in my brain because I did the same thing. I would look at other people and compare myself. Mm-hmm and not feel as good because I was like a different size and I put all my value into that. And, you know, like I'm like women and men both struggle with this all the time. So it's really important. Right. But you were, when you saw yourself in the mirror, you saw what you needed to change about yourself. Oh yeah. You didn't see what you valued. Exactly. It was negative. It was totally negative. Yeah. For me, I'm a pair, not forever because this is changing guys. But for me, the first thing when I look at, look at in the mirror. I've got a really tall mirror here. I put my outfit on, look at myself. Where do my eyes go? First thing. They don't even go to look at my face or anything else. They go straight to my hips. Like, do my hips look fat? Like that is so damaging because I'm putting all my energy on if my hips look fat. Oh, my hips look fat. Okay. Well, you know what I'm doing there? I'm setting it up for the subconscious mind to keep me in that same feeling of always being overly concerned about the size of my hips. Mm -hmm. Are my hips too fat? Well, I'm going, I am creating the conscious blueprint of my hips always being fat. So I can all, my subconscious mind wants to make sure that I'm always concerned about that. Mm -hmm. So how does my subconscious mind do that? It keeps my hips fat. So that way I can keep being concerned about it because Guys, the subconscious mind doesn't know if this is a good or bad thing that it's doing. It doesn't have judgment. Mm -hmm. It just does. It just, this is like breathing and you're, it's like going to, it's going to the bathroom. (laughs) Digestion, breathing, heartbeat. This is the, your subconscious mind is in control of this stuff. Okay. Among many other things. And that's the blueprint I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So my energy going straight to my hips the subconscious mind is like, wow, she really wants to put a lot of attention on that. So mm-hmm. let's make her happy and let's keep doing what we're doing so she can keep doing what she's doing and not liking her body and immediately looking at her hips and immediately judging other people about their hips and da 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 da. And it's just going to keep doing that. It's going to keep providing that experience for me. Right. So what do I do now? 
now I, when I'm at the gym, I tell myself I'm long and lean and I'm releasing. Don't say lose because if you say lose, your subconscious mind is going to keep trying to find it for you. But I say I am releasing this weight because I don't need it anymore. Now I see the beauty in myself. Mm -hmm. I see the beauty in myself. I see that I'm a beautiful, attractive person, that I'm tall, long, and lean, and I'm releasing everything that doesn't serve, serve that vision of myself. Yeah. And it is actually working. And I'm, an, I'm telling you, in like three months, you guys are going to see. I'm, these jeans that I have on, they're going to be baggy. I already know because I have 100% faith in it. Yeah. Because it's already happened, and it's only been two weeks. I'm already feeling my clothes get baggy, and I'm not doing anything different. But what I am doing is I am focusing now on the beauty. I am not looking. I'm focusing on the positive, the Mm -hmm. things that I love about myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going immediately to my hips. And when I do finally get to my hips, you know, like when I get out of the shower or whatever, I'm putting lotion on or I'm looking at myself in the mirror, I gently touch my hips and I'm like, I love you so much body. And I know we're releasing all this stuff that we no longer need. And this is the kind of thing, you know, this is an example with like yeah. weight, but you can use this with anything, 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 anything. And it works. <laughs> it does work, you know, and then just to tell you, like, in, if you want to talk about career or something like in terms of career, um, I use this over and over again in my career and has seen me like mm-hmm. my life change completely a lot. Transformed. Yeah. Completely changed from where, like when we first met, mm-hmm when we were both working in a bar, that's how we met. And uh, we were making no money. Mm -hmm. Like it was during the recession. It was a really tough time in New York. And she saw my life change. She saw me when I first got into real estate, I was totally broke. There were like exhausted, exhausted, (laughs) broke, whatever. But I knew that I had to keep my mindset right. And I dealt with issues of like self-confidence, feeling worthy, you know, When I finally, yeah, every time it was like, this is where feeding your mind, the things that you need to support it is so important. And when when I was talking to you about the news and like what you hear on the radio or any bad things that are going on. And when I say radio, I'm talking about songs too, because there are way too many songs that talk about damaged, distorted love that is, that is codependent songs where people chase love. Where they like people that are crazy, you know, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, totally. Like, just turn on the radio and it's you hear it. So... It's like a glamorization or a ro- romantic, roman- what is romantic, romanticization <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> of, of damaged love. Dysfunctional stuff. Dysfunctional stuff, exactly. So you got to be really careful because, like, there's a lot of music I used to love and it would put me, like, in this melancholy mindset. Because I really, I register with that stuff, or I used mm-hmm. to register with that stuff. I don't let myself listen to it anymore because um, it's way too, it's programming. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to be very, very, very careful about what you put into these ears mm-hmm. and into these eyes. Yeah. And it, it sets the, the tone for the kind of relationships you have. And it sets the tone for what you feel you're worthy of. Right. So my journey in my career and this is so key, I knew that I saw people making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I wanted to do that. I knew I could do it because I had confidence in myself to do it. I just didn't know how to do it. And so every day I looked at what, what other people were doing around me. And every experience I looked at like, oh, you know, I was hungry to learn more about what other people were doing. Everything is an opportunity, you know? Yes. Everything's an opportunity. Everything is an opportunity. And this is the same for whatever industry you're in. Mm -hmm. And you know, the other thing is whatever you're currently doing, if it's not like your passion serving you, (laughs) cut it off. But if you can't cut it off, make sure you're doing it with passion. Make sure you're doing it with pride because even if it's just like the crappiest job ever, I cleaned apartments. I think I was like 18 or 19. I had a job cleaning apartments. And I remember for whatever reason, I got like fake nails or something and I had to clean apartments. So I was cleaning apartments and um, they all broke off. But I remember at that time of my life, I didn't know what I deserved, but I just knew that I had to survive. Yeah. 
you know, and I was willing to do whatever, but you know what I did do? I did it well. I did a really, really good job. I put pride into my work because I knew I was generating energy. Good like, energy, yeah. absolutely. And even though I didn't know anything about like law of attraction or Reiki or any energy or anything like that, I did realize, like something in me realized that if I have a good work ethic, that will get me somewhere. I don't know where, but I'm gonna show up every day and I'm gonna work and that is going to help me. Like mm -hmm. that's gonna benefit me. I probably felt Some like way. that too. Yeah. yeah, you just, there's a kind of like this intuition always I felt as well where you just say, I'm gonna put all the good energy yeah. into this. I'm gonna do my best, even mm -hmm. if it's something I can't stand doing. Because, you know, it's not forever. Like, it's not forever. It's not forever. So, you know, why not just like put the best put energy you can? Put your all into it. And because it's going to generate what? something it's, else. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because that's it. It generates other opportunity. And so that's what I was saying. Like in real estate, I did not really know what I was doing. But every day I showed up. I showed up eager to learn. I showed up hungry to figure out what other people were doing, mm -hmm. how they were successful. And what else was going on in this industry? Where could I be? Like when I started off, I was doing uh, real estate rentals. That's what I was doing first. I didn't know anything about like working for a real estate developer. You know, I didn't know anything about that at all. I didn't know that developers would hire people to just sell their whole building. I didn't know anything about that. Right. But I remember the first appointment, I, or not the first appointment, but I went on an appointment and I met a girl who was showing apartments in a building. And I asked her, like, so you just only show this building, this building. for the owner? Like, you just, do, you take everybody around this and you, this is all you do. And she's like, yeah, that's what I do. And I was like, okay. And so then I immediately put it in my head. I'm like, I want to do that. I want to do, I want to work in a building where I just do all the rentals in that building. And I want to do that. I want that steady kind of work. Enough of this running around kind of thing. I want to do that. And then that must have been like July of 2013. And by November 2013, I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And I was doing it in a luxury building. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this kind of stuff is so crazy. And that's what I'm saying. Like, just always do your best when you're at work and keep open to what else could be out there and be hungry, be hungry for knowledge, be hungry for growth in whatever industry you're in. Because this is planting the seed of like who you are. I carry myself so much differently than I did even in the beginning of real estate, let alone when I was like 19, 20, 21. Because once I started realizing that um, my confidence or my self-value was so important, I really worked to try to understand like who am I, work on this person and create this great work ethic. And that gave me a lot of self-value. Yeah. It really made me, and now I can, you know, when I, when I pitch myself for these better jobs or better opportunities or better buildings, mm -hmm. I know that I'm coming from a place of honesty because I've, I know that I've worked on my You've work done ethic. The work. I've done, yeah, I've done the work. I've worked on my yeah. work ethic. So wherever you are, you can absolutely get to a better place, but definitely, work on yourself, you know, how you handle your job day in, day out. What can you bring to the table? What can you do to actually make whatever it is you're doing more worthwhile? Because honestly, my view on work has always been paid training. Like work to me is like getting paid to learn something. And I always look at it like yeah. that. You know, what am I being paid to learn and what else can I learn from it? And if you can adopt that kind of attitude, this is really going to help you like with your career. Yeah. Okay. That's so, and then again, this is a, this is the conscious blueprint thing that's happening because you're not dealing with the subconscious blueprint. You are changing your subconscious blueprint, but you're consciously changing it and you've got to do it with consistent effort daily. And I really mm -hmm. think if you can do this in the morning, this is so great. And if you can do it in the afternoon and if you can do it before you go to bed, so this is like, you know, you can listen to my podcast. There's plenty of other podcasts out there too. If you're not into mine, I don't want to, this is not a promotion for my podcast, but listen to my podcast, listen to other podcasts that support that there's, this is free. So I encourage you to do that. 
YouTube videos. There are YouTube videos out there that will support you. Listen to people like Brian Tracy, uh, Bob Proctor. Oprah has some really amazing mm -hmm. stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gabrielle Bernstein is really good. You know, she's more on the spiritual side. You know, she, um, I don't know why I just drew a blank, but I can't remember the book that she uh, teaches from. But you can find these people. And I was always so hungry for finding knowledge on self-improvement that it'll lead you to other people too. So you really, you know, you're, you are feeding that brain, your daily, you know, your senses are absorbing things. So you're doing things that are nice for yourself. Okay. That's touch. You're putting food into your body that you, that you value. And you know what, mate, this is a good energy. This is good energy. And I really appreciate when people pray before they eat, because now I really see the benefit of that mm -hmm. because you're giving gratitude immediately right there for the food you're about to eat. So if you do that, you're going to bring more delicious, healthy food, more abundance into your life, because that is the key to bringing in more is that gratitude. Gratitude is one of those exercises that will easily be absorbed into your mind and it will translate to that new blueprint, that new conscious blueprinting. Guys, there's a few people here. So I want to see, does anyone have any questions over this stuff so far? Is there a delay? Oh, there's comments here. Oh, shoot. Oh, wait. No, these are the just comments. Hello. Okay, great. Hi, everyone. Okay, Brooke, agree Hi, Brooke. regarding diet, dieting being a punishment. This is from Brooke. Yeah. I need to get my mindset back on track and start eating clean and work out first thing in the morning. Look at my hips first, too. Yeah. Why do we do yeah, that? Don't be so hard on yourself, too. Like, that's the one thing I had to really teach myself, and it just came with my yoga practice. And... I don't know. I think I just got sick of like bashing myself and being like, yeah. you have to go to the gym five times a week and you can't, you can only eat this and you can only do this. You know, can't do this after six o'clock. It's just, yeah. I think I got tired of it. Honestly, I was like, you know what? That's not happiness. That's and restriction. I just, you know, very much looking at the positive and, and it changed my entire mindset. Now I'm just like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm very happy with myself, you know, regardless of what, I'm doing Brooke I would say for you and this is this is what's worked for me I would like for you to take 10 minutes to journal about all the things that you find beautiful about yourself mm -hmm. and I'm not just talking physical I'm talking inside but I do want you to focus on the physical because this is like this is an issue you're having on terms of like the physical side with like looking at your hips immediately so whenever you look at your hips immediately just bring your eyes up and then look at like your smile, smile at yourself in the mirror, tell yourself, I love you. And we're, we're making the changes that we need to make in our life. And I believe in myself and I believe in you. Look at yourself in the mirror mm -hmm. and I love you. And I think you're so amazing and tell yourself, like if you can do this in the bathroom, because I know Brooke, you have kids or your son is, <laughs> well, she has, yeah, I know you, I know you have a family. So if you can get a little quiet time <laughs> somewhere, Say it out loud, you know, and, and journal it too. Journal about like, I'm so happy and grateful for my smile. And Brooke has an amazing smile. And I'm so happy and grateful for my eyes. I love my eyes. And I, you know, like I try to look at things like, what do I like about myself? And uh, that's what I try to look at. So I try to find the things that I find beautiful about myself, write that down, tell myself, take notice of those things. And then like, you can, if you want to look at your hips and just say, you know, we're releasing it, you know, we're getting back to the body that we envision and everything is working in perfect harmony. And I am getting back to perfect health and perfect and balance everything is okay, you know? and everything is okay. And you know what? I really like that will work because if you consistently tell yourself, you're getting back to perfect health, you're, you're getting back to perfect health. You are in perfect health. Your body is in harmony. When you're in perfect health and your body is in harmony, there's no excess weight. Yeah, absolutely. Because perfect health means you are eliminating waste. You are eliminating any anything you eat that your doesn't serve your body will be eliminated. That's perfect health. Usually your skin looks really good. Your skin looks good. If you have issues like with your skin, like I get like these dehydration wrinkles and stuff like that or if I break in a, um, a pimple, it's from stress. That is 100% a translation totally. of what I'm internalizing 
when I need to speak my truth, you know, mm -hmm. I need to deal with whatever it is. And you can deal with things without actually having to talk to someone. Like if someone wronged you, you can deal with it writing it in a journal. So Brooke, I would like for you to, to work on those things that you love about yourself and make a recording of it. I'm so big on making a recording of mm -hmm. whatever it is you write. And I want you to listen to it. And then I want you to find some songs that make you feel beautiful. So I love this song by Olivia Newton-John. It's from Xanadu. <laughs> I love this song from Olivia Newton-John. It's called Magic. And it's like, it's so amazing. And it's a song about manifestation. I'm, if I ever meet Olivia Newton-John, which I think I will someday because she's also a Libra and I'm a Libra and I love Libras. Um, I want to ask her if she wrote that song about manifestation. Because if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, have to believe you're magic. Nothing can stand in our way. Um, it says, have to believe we are magic. Don't let your dreams ever stray. And if, if I feel like singing it. Xanadu <laughs> <laughs> is such a good movie. I know. By it's the way. so good. It's yeah. so good. You got to check it out. It came out in 1982. It's very trippy. Um, but it's, it's all about staying true and staying true to your dreams and to your focus. And don't let your dreams ever stray. Uh, and if all your hope survives, destiny will arrive and make all your dreams alive for you. So it's such an awesome song. Please listen to it and message me if you listen to it. And you know what? I'm going to actually post it on Facebook so you guys can hear it. Okay. Garrett LaPaw is here. Or he was here if he still is here. Hi, Garrett. I'm here with Anne. Hi. And we're talking about manifestation. You're very nice. And Cervantes Crew. Oh, yeah. Cervantes <laughs> Crew joined. Hi, guys. So we were talking about business and we were talking about manifestation. And this is a really important focus for me because um, it comes down to feelings of worthiness. Yeah. You are, you, you are worthy of this abundance, right? You're mm -hmm. worthy of being free. You're worthy of um, creating the life you want. But it's all that conscious blueprinting. And I don't know when you guys joined, if you heard the, the information on conscious blueprinting. Um, but please let me know if you did not. Claudia said, everything you said I can relate to from childhood blueprint to weight gain and loss. But how do you manifest love or bring the right person in your life? I totally feel like I did that. I did too. <laughs> and we did it around the same time. You yeah. did it first and then I did it with Jerry. Yeah. But here's how you manifest love. This is how you manifest love. How are you loving yourself? Totally. Like really? Because... The way that you attract love, like positive, supportive, encouraging, unconditional love from another person is when you are positive, encouraging, and unconditionally yourself. in love with yourself. Yeah. Okay? So if you're not attracting that, it's because you are not there yet, mm -hmm. but you are on the right path, Absolutely. Claudia, because I know you, and I know you're on the right path. You manifest love and bring the right person out. Yes. So you know what I did? This is really funny. I did this exercise. I did an exercise in an Excel spreadsheet. Because <laughs> I'm such yes, a nerd. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I did this exercise in an Excel spreadsheet of my ideal man. Okay. And I, I listed ideal man uh, qualities. Okay. And whoops. I also listed some physical qualities too as an option. So his... His qualities as a person was one col column. Mm -hmm. His physical qualities were in the next column. Um, the absolute nots, like things that he cannot have in terms of qualities here, like things that I will not. Did you write not in, cap in caps? I'm, I'm sure I did, and I bolded it too. And I think I color-coded it like red or something. <laughs> um, but I did this a few years back, and I recently came across this thing. And so no funny. joke. It's Jerry. I cannot believe it. Check, I cannot check. believe it. I yeah. cannot believe it. Um, so to give you an idea, qualities are maybe the physical qualities I'll tell you about in a little bit, but qualities as a person was, um, is he honest? Is he an honest, is he a professional man? Like I really wanted a professional man, um, but someone who could get his hands dirty, like someone who was hands-on too. Um, and someone that was, uh, creative and someone that was really of a, like a sturdy composition, like someone that 
could have stressful things happen to him, but he was like, you know, straight arrow, you know, and a straight shooter because I have always been more of like the emotional person. So for me, it's been a different journey. I really needed someone who was more grounded. You know, I'm a Libra. I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to be all over here, you know, and I needed someone to be my rock and to kind of help me stay grounded and feel secure because I knew this was not what I had growing up. So Mm -hmm. that's a quality. Tell me some qualities about Eric. Oh, well, um, he just tends to be super grounded too. I'm yeah. the same way. Like Anne I'm, is like that too. She's I'm a Sagittarius. Like, I'm a super fire sign. I move quickly. Yes, I'm, she does. I'm and like... she's so clumsy. <laughs> she'll move like really fast and she'll drop stuff. I mean, it cracks me up. Yeah. She's like, oh. Sometimes, this week I've been very clumsy. I think it's just like the Christmas bug and it's yeah. like the week before we're going on holiday and like going to see my parents in Florida. But um, I think when we met, it was so funny because I was like super recent out of a relationship um, that was like a lot of back and forth. And, um, I just kept feeling like, God, why can't I meet someone who's like, you know, really stable? Like, yeah. And it just, because it was because it wasn't the right person. And also, uh, you know, when I met Eric, it was like an instant connection and we're so much alike. And but see, I had, that's when you attract what, cause Jerry yeah. and I are a lot alike. Like yeah. in the, in the things that, in the qualities that I really needed in him, we're a little different, but we're also a lot of light right, too. Right. But that's where I'm saying you attract what you are. And I also, for your friend, I think it's Claudia yeah. right, who asked that question. I also had said to myself and all my friends, I said, I am so done with dating. I'm over it. Um, dating in New York City is the worst. Dating long distance is the worst. Um, and I'm fine being alone. I'm totally self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. I can live on my own. I can do my own thing. I'm happy traveling by myself. Yes. I am still going to live my life and be really super happy with all the choices that I'm making. And I felt very strong in that. And But you were, but when you made that stand, you worked on yourself yeah. and you worked on the qualities of yourself that I had burped. <laughs> I work you worked on the qualities of yourself that you needed to work on right mm-hmm. like you worked on totally. improving yourself yeah. you worked on feeling more grounded yeah. you worked on being the person to take yourself to another country yeah. and have a vacation and create more financial security for yourself you worked on all those things for yourself yeah I did the work because you said eh done with like this trying out because you knew you needed to get to a place where you were happy with your life. Yeah. Right. And I would also say you have to really listen to like that deep down intuition because your intuition, you know, sometimes it's a little bit clouded by what's going on in your life or maybe you're not being honest with yourself. But if you dig deep down, you take, you know, an hour out of your day every day and do breathing work or meditation or yoga. I'm big in journaling too. Journaling gets a lot out. Like you you don't even know know. thoughts that you think until you put it out on paper. Yeah. And you will just know it's, it's, and it took me a long time to get there too. Cause I'd be, Oh, you know, maybe this and maybe this person, this, and I can help this person. And at the end of the day, it was like, no, I have someone who's totally supporting me and I'm supporting them. And it's a partnership. And you also it's worked on your worthiness. She, yeah, she just totally. like myself, I got to the point where I was like, God, like I had, <laughs> I had some relationships that were, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's all I was going to say. Um, but I wasn't in a place where I felt like I was worthy of like this amazing relationship because honestly, I didn't even really know it existed. Like, mm-hmm. did it exist? And uh, and And everybody around me was like, Oh, dating in New York is so hard. There's no good men in New York. And it's like like, a joke. It was like, this is just like, everyone's negative. But you know what? That's not true. That's not, I don't believe that. And you know what? Even there was a voice inside of me that said, don't believe it, Christina. Don't believe it. You know? (laughs) But what the problem I had was I kept trying over and over again. Mm -hmm. But the problem I had was, did I feel, did I embody those qualities? One of the things, and Brooke, I saw your question. Did he have all the qualities on my, on my list? He did. The only the only quality that he didn't have was he doesn't have a sailboat. A sailboat? <laughs> well, you're gonna buy yourself your own sailboat. I know. So well, <laughs> but he does know how to sail, so that's good. So, <laughs> but let me tell you more about this list, and let me tell you about what I what I was just about to tell you about. Um, 
so this list, I made all these qualities, you know, the kind of man that I wanted and I listed them out. And then I listed the secondary qualities, which the, the sailboat was a secondary quality because it wasn't a deal breaker, but it would be nice if, so he must have this, it would be nice if this in the second column and then absolutely not in the other column in bold letters and red or whatever. Uh, so that list, I came across that while I've like in the last few months and I was kind of like laughing about it because I'm like reading through it. I'm like, Oh, this is my Jerry, you know? So yes, I did hit the jackpot, but let me tell you about something I did. Let's backwards. Um, one of the things that I did start working on then, and I more, um, I worked on it even more. So recently I, Oh, dad is here. Hi dad. <laughs> So one of the things that I did that really helped me um, was I asked myself this question and I journaled about this a lot and I did a lot of visioning, like visualization yeah. exercises. I asked myself, okay, this is the kind of man that I want. Now, what kind of woman would attract this kind of man? Like what kind of woman would I have to be to attract this kind of man? Because this is a quality man that I wanted to attract. So what kind of quality woman would I have to be to attract this kind of man? And really what it came down to was this man that I'm trying to attract. I need to have these same kind of qualities for myself. Like I need to be have the kind to myself and be kind. Absolutely. And you know, I used to do this. This is really, this is kind of funny, but I used to um, hear love songs. And there were always these love songs about men who were like in love with this woman who maybe didn't love him or lost this woman. And then I would hear other love songs where men were like um, singing about how amazing this woman was. And I remember I always listened to those songs and I was like, I want to be in love with someone like that. And then something dawned on me. I'm like, I want someone to be in love with me like that. Not yeah. me, I, of course, like that's going to happen on its own that I'm going to love someone because I have a, a deep well of love inside of yeah, me. So I, I don't have a problem loving someone, mm -hmm. you know, I've loved many toads, you know, who were not princes. So whatever, but that's not my problem. My problem is, or not my problem. It's not a problem. But what I realized was I want someone to love me like that. So now when I hear those songs and that was something else I did, I made a playlist called love is. And it's all these songs where like these men are singing about um, this amazing woman that they're in love with. And I'm like, that's, that's me. You know, I even, there's this one song by Drake that I put on the playlist and it's called Make Me Proud. And I'm like, yeah. And I remember listening to that right before I met Jerry, like the summer before I met Jerry and I was listening to this playlist and it's, it's Drake, Make Me Proud. And I was like, you know what? This is me. This is this is how a man is going to feel about me. Like Drake is singing about me here, you know, yeah. because this is how I want someone, you know, and this song's great. Cause it's like this girl's doing working hard. She's put herself through school, you know, she's like on top of her game and everything. And I'm going to meet someone who's going to feel the same way about me and, and see me like as a treasure and someone to value. So Claudia, that's a long answer to your question, <laughs> but that's how you do it. You, you have to be, you have to believe it, but how do you believe it? Because if you don't believe it, you're going to keep putting that stuff in there. Well, don't give up and keep the repetition. Mm -hmm. Listen to the mantras. Um, I put it on the podcast. I put it on my website. Um, and I even made a downloadable printed version. But the beautiful, brilliant, and balanced mantras are really, really, really good. That is like the fifth um, version of that. It, I wrote that like in five or six different drafts. Um, but it came to me in meditation. Um, I wrote them out. I basically started with a journal of like, um, what I didn't like about my life and what I wanted to change. And from there, when I was meditating, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to write these mantras out about the kind of person that I am or that I want to be. Because at the time it was not true at all. Like it was, there was a lot of that stuff in there that wasn't true, but I had faith in believing that if I do this enough, that it will become true. It will manifest itself as true because I knew my subconscious mind would see to it, but you got to keep at it. You got to keep doing it, doing it, doing it. And I listened to it over and over and over and over again. 
over and over again. And that's how it's, it's there. And I can still hear those mantras. And sometimes one of those mantras will pop into my head, you know, and it's, it's like, I make time uh, for myself, you know, I'm selective as to the people that I let into my life. Like that's one of the mantras because now I am selective. There was oh, yeah. a time when I was not selective. Absolutely. Like Anna's one of my friends that I've known so long, mm -hmm. but there are many people that have come in and out of my life here mm -hmm. in New York that we're just not like on the same vibration. We have a, a different, um, we're on just a different path, you know, not that I'm better or they're bad or anything like that. We've just separated because we're just on a different path or we're, you know, we're just kind of vibrating differently. Really. If you want to think about it like that. So let me see. Are we there more? Thank you ladies working on it. Yes. Claudia, I know you, you, first of all, Claudia, you are gorgeous and you are the sweetest person and you are so supportive of everybody. Those are amazing qualities. Yeah. So you deserve like an amazing guy who's going to be just like that with you. So start like write down that stuff, just like the exercise with books, start writing that I said with Brooke, start writing down the qualities about yourself that you love and make your own mantras. If you don't want to listen to mine, make your own and put it in your own voice. You know, and look in the mirror every day and be like, you're a rock star. I love you. You're amazing. You are amazing. Tell yourself that kind of stuff. Maybe it seems cheesy at first, but I don't care. If it helps me change, I'm going to do it. You should, you should hear some of the music I'm listening to these days all about manifesting money. It's just like a constant loop on like, it says, <laughs> I am a magnet to money. And it just says it over again, yeah. over and over again. And um, I even have it, you guys know I made those like little uh, lock screens for your phones and mine says I'm a, ma I'm a money magnet, you know, because my goal next year is pretty big, you know, compared to where I'm I at too. now, I like too. my financial really goal. Big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I know that I will get there because mm -hmm. my mind is going to give me all these great ideas on how I can get there. I know that. And these resources are going to cross my path. These people are going to cross my path. And I have faith in my ability to do it. And I invest in myself. I just signed up for my own, not my own coaching program, but a coaching pro uh, program, a 13-month coaching problem. <laughs> a 13-month coaching pro program. Gosh. With, um, with a lead, like, he's uh, amazing. And he was in The Secret. And it's like super cool. And I'm really, really happy to be a part of that coaching program. It's with Bob Proctor. So I, that was an investment I made in myself because, you know, it's, I'm worth it. I'm worth it. If, if, totally. If no one is going, if I'm not willing to invest in myself, who's going to invest in me, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the same for your, for your self-worth. If you're not investing your time in your self-worth and knowing your value and know what makes you uniquely you and what makes you so amazing and awesome and sets you apart from everybody else, then you need to do that. You need to work on that. Cause that one. no one else is going to feel no that one way will do it for you. <laughs> and no one else is going to feel that way about you until you do it. Totally. Like, and then again, this is what I'm saying. You attract what you are and you know, I can't believe it. Like I attracted this amazing, I was and done it too. So it happened so it's fast. Unbelievable. And like, I and I like and I was kind of like the point. I was like on Bumble, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of tired of doing this, and I'm still meeting like the same kind of like whatever, you know. And I, <laughs> I call them the disaster artists. But you know, there. But you know what? I I also feel like law of attraction works with Bumble because Bumble is what yeah. brought me Jerry. And I remember I was like, you know what? I'm really kind of tired of this stuff. I really. I think I just want to work on myself. You know, I want to work on my career. I want to work on my health, you know, and I really like, I was about to give up. I was like, mm, you know, and then one day I was like, I was like, um, um, let me look, you know, and I got on Bumble and I was looking and I saw Jerry's profile and I was like, this guy looks so fun. I saw him on a zip line. I saw him on an ATV. He was in Costa Rica you know, I saw him with like a picture with his nephew and I saw him, what other, I saw him at a, um, a Mets game and, uh, it just looks like such a cool guy. You know, he looked like a guy who loves life. And so I was like, I like that. Cause I love life too. And I'm like, you know, 
this guy's either going to be like so awesome or maybe he's going to be really annoying. I don't know which one. Yeah. Because you never know what like a person's voice is going to be like, which I think is kind of funny. I think I think the next version of like app dating should include like a video clip so you can hear yeah, the person's totally. voice, right? Like, come on, dating app. I'm sure they're going to do that uh, if they haven't already done it uh, because I've been off that for a while. <laughs> um, but when I met him, it was like, oh my God, like this is that feeling of being home, okay? Also, one of the other things I wanted to say is I always thought love was about, and I don't know if you guys saw my latest blog post, but um, I always thought love, I heard love is a compromise. Now that I took that the wrong way. I thought love is a compromise was like, oh, you have to deal with the person's bad attitude or you have to deal with like um, a person's uh, maybe verbal abuse or manipulation or, you know, maybe they're neglectful. Maybe they don't put you first. Maybe they put their work first. Maybe they have a uh, some substance spin. problems, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or they put you at the bottom of the totem pole or whatever. I dealt with all those things in, in all of my relationships. Someone's very secretive. Someone's very flaky. Like, you remember that weird guy? Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> guy was crazy. But I put up with a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and the point I'm trying to get is, uh, what is the point I'm trying to get? Well, you just have to kind of believe in yourself. And you have to love yourself and put the time and energy yeah. in for yourself. And, you know, I mean, once you do that with everything, and that's why I believe this so much and what Christina is talking about is because whether it's career or love or anything, <laughs> it's crazy. I just, yeah. it really, once you kind of take that moment and you believe in yourself and you really do the work, things will come to you. But quicker than you believe. You it know? doesn't, the work is not hard. Exactly. The problem is it's too simple. You and whenever, whenever anything is too simple, you know, they say everybody wants to take a diet pill because they don't want to work out because they want something simple. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that's the case with diet pill, but really the simplest way to do it is listen to recordings of positive things. Mm -hmm. Put, feed your head, feed all your sensitive senses, positive things, mm -hmm. your self-talk, positive catch yourself when you're criticizing yourself have a conversation in your head like oh wait we're not doing that anymore we're not right. we're not gonna make ourselves feel bad about our hips yes. or you know uh my hair I, I could I could find a lot of things about myself I can't think of any off the top of my head because I'm not living in that mindset mm -hmm. but we could find all sorts of things about ourselves that we don't like but we need to find things that we like about ourselves mm -hmm. and we need to change that conversation that's an internal really? conversation. And that internal conversation is a manifestation. Your body and your life is a manifestation of that internal conversation. Hi, Barbara. Mm -hmm. Hi, Barbie. Hi. Thanks for joining. So it's not hard to do, but this is where that repetition comes in. Feed your head positive mantras. Feed your head uh, things that support whatever vision. You need to find your vision. What is your vision of yourself and your life? That's why I had that exercise to find, like for Claudia to find uh, the perfect guy. Well, who is your perfect guy? Because if you don't know what he is embodies, his qualities are, you're going to settle for whomever that comes along that may, um, may show some of those qualities, but maybe he's got some deal breakers, you know, but you're not, you're not, you're not putting it out there. You need to put it out there. You need to form this vision of this man in your mind of who is this ideal man for me and, and what qualities does he have? And who is this amazing woman that I have to be, you know, to attract this kind of man, you know, because you attract what you are. You want to attract your equal, mm -hmm. you know, you're not looking, you, you want to attract the equal person. Well, how do you attract this amazing person? We well, need to be this amazing woman. How do you become this amazing woman? Well, you start loving yourself and you're realizing the value that you have. Okay. Yeah. So listen to the mantras, make your own mantras, do it first thing in the morning when you're getting ready, find a positive YouTube video, whatever you need positive. There's a ton of it out there. It's all free. Listen to that first thing in the morning, listen to it on your way to work and on your commute. Take a I break. Yeah. I listen to stuff on my commute. Always. I only listen to positive be, stuff. You know, the L train in the morning is like, just the worst. I'm so sorry it's for you. the absolute worst. I'm so sorry for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you gotta just, you know, you gotta do what's gonna 
Do whatever supports the vision. Mm -hmm. Figure out the vision and then feed your head all the stuff that supports the vision. And you can, there's no, you can't blame money as a reason why you're not doing it totally. because there's tons of free stuff out there. I'm glad that you're here because this is feeding your head. It's Saturday night. So hopefully you have something fun planned tonight. This is my night. I don't go out Saturday night anymore, but uh, I like to be at home. I like my home. <laughs> we used to work on Saturday nights. We did. Until four in the morning. And yeah. It was. That's why I, lo I love to be at home on Saturday night now. You know, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I like to take it easy on Saturday because we, it was not awesome yeah. doing that on Saturday night for a long time. It was kind of fun sometimes. But then, like, once what, one o'clock in the once morning? One o'clock rolls you're around. You're like, mm, done. You don't, yeah. You and don't you're know like, what's wait, how happen. many more hours exactly. do we have? Exactly. And then, <laughs> you know, people start doing this and then they bump into oh, yeah. you. Know, Adult like, children. That I felt like we were babysitting. All right. I think yeah. that's it. I think that's great. I'm happy so holidays. glad. Yeah, happy Lots holidays. of abundance in December and in Sagittarius season. Yeah, we had a fun birthday energy. party for Anne. Yeah. It was super fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So happy holidays. Everybody's all about 2019, you know, making this an amazing year, myself included, and too. Absolutely. You're starting ahead of the game. You're ahead of the curve right now because you're yep. already thinking about this stuff. And how awesome would it be if you had these amazing mantras that you've created and this program, like, You've got a, a daily routine that you're going to start now before January yeah, 1st. Get the ball rolling. Get it going now. Don't wait until the 1st to do it. Just exactly. start it now. Start loving and taking care of yourself and seeing the positive stuff in yourself. Do it now. And if you do it now, like I'm doing a lot of stuff career-wise that I'm going to begin the ball rolling. Yeah, me too. In January 1st. Me I'm too. doing it all now. I'm planning it all now. Like I have a game plan in motion. So... I don't have the anxiety, you know, when I wait too long to do some things, sometimes yeah. I get that anxiety of like, Oh, should I start it? I'm not going to be ready. Yeah. And I'm going to be ready like to hit it on January 1st. But, and you know what? And I say, keep feeding yourself the positive stuff. Yeah. Whatever it takes for you to keep believing in your ability to do whatever it is you need to do to get to your goal mm -hmm. and, and have faith in the, in your goal and that yeah. you'll get there. Yeah. So Whatever goals you have, if you're thinking about this from 2019, uh, start on that now. Start visualizing the life you want and start feeding your head whatever it is to lay the, found, the new foundation for your conscious blueprint because you are consciously now choosing what's going to go in your head and you're consciously creating that new blueprint. Mm -hmm. All right? All right. I think that's it. Wow, we went for an hour and it was only Live supposed to be 30 minutes. It's Saturday 30. night. Oh my God, it's totally. <laughs> Live from New York. It's, it's Saturday, Saturday night. night. Oops. At 5.11 p.m. All right. Yeah, it's 5.11 p.m. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to share it with someone. Sharing is caring after all, and I want to positively impact the lives of as many people as possible. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram at Mindset Manifestation. And lastly, it would mean so much to me if you could take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review. Your review helps other people find this podcast. All right, guys, until next time, sending you big love from New York City.